0: And joining us now to talk about all of this is the person you just heard there in the ad. Again, the Olympics in Beijing being called the Genocide Games by our next guest, Florida Republican Congressman Michael Waltz, a former Green Beret. Congressman, great to have you here on the show.
1: Hey, no, thank you. And uh, thanks for helping put a spotlight on, uh, uh, on this genocide and this hypocrisy that's going on.
0: Yeah, are you surprised? Um, first off, uh, it seems like some of the new numbers are in that the ratings are down. The viewership is down big time for the opening ceremony. Um, we're also hearing word that some of the sponsors are not as actively promoting the games this year. Uh, do you think maybe your message is resonating?
1: I think it is. Um, you know, the the American people see through this hypocrisy. Um, you know, the thing that we really wanted to point out in the ad is you have all of these companies with these woke CEOs and, and, and boards like, you know, Intel and Visa and Coca-Cola and Airbnb, and they preach social justice here at home. They want to boycott, you know, baseball in Georgia uh, over, over, you know, voting integrity law. Right. But then when it comes to unleashing COVID on the world, Six million people dead, uh, China's uh, government covering it up, uh, their military buildup, threatening our supply chains, aggressive towards Taiwan and their neighbors. And on top of it all, nearly two million Muslims, Rita, in concentration camps with their heads shaved, forced rape, uh, forced labor. Yeah, I mean, it is just jaw dropping. And, and all of these companies just want to ignore. Uh, all of that uh, because because of their of their bottom line. And we called them out on this ad and we called out NBC and sure enough, uh, they, they refused at the end of the day to run it.
0: Yeah, what was your reaction to the fact that NBC didn't say, they said, okay, well, maybe if you get rid of the advertiser's name, but that was yeah. much of the purpose of the ad.
1: Yeah, they came back and was like, well, we'll run it. You just need to materially change it and uh, and erase all those logos and basically let us censor you. And, um, and, and Inez Cantor, Freedom, and I said, no, uh, thank you very much. That's basically a non-rejection rejection. Nice try. Uh, but, you know, their, their rejection is actually, uh, because now it's actually shown a spotlight on it because now we're going, uh, you know, uh, throughout the world and saying, here's the ad, the Communist Party uh, and, and their spokesperson, NBC, didn't want you to see. Uh, Here's the message all of these companies don't want you to know about. And, you know, it's resonating to your point. I mean, I heard um, I heard from a person in my district who was at a diner uh, and and uh, the patron next to them asked the waitress to turn on the Olympics. And another waitress said, you know, uh, you know, ma'am, we don't we don't show the Olympics in this establishment. We don't support genocide. Uh, And that was a diner in North Florida. So I think it's really sinking in. Um, but really, the, the point of the ad at the end is a lot of the left want to talk about defunding police and defunding this and that, you know, things we actually need in this country. How about we focus on defunding dictatorships uh, and our greatest adversary? Uh, this is not just a, a human rights issue. It's a jobs issue, uh, but it's also a national security issue. Uh, the Chinese Navy is larger than ours now. The spa- Their Space Force is launching more satellites than the U.S. and the rest of the world combined. And, and, the, and the dictator in charge of all of it, Chairman Z, is uh, openly talking about replacing the American dream with the China dream. Uh, so when we say at the end of the ad, you know, when you see Made in China, put it down. Uh, this is this has far more strategic ramifications for the future of our country. And I don't want our, you know, uh, my kids growing up in a world led by Chinese communists and their techno surveillance state. And when they're openly talking about turning off our pharmaceuticals, which they make 90 percent of, uh, turning off our rare earth minerals that run our modern economy, turning off all kinds of other supply chains that we've come solely dependent on them for, that all of these companies are complicit. In, um, if Unless we see the world uh, made, you know, or unless we see the world the way they do, uh, that's that's unacceptable. So uh, we have to have made in America. And, you know, if that if if, you know, we we need cheaper labor somewhere else uh, for a company to be competitive. How about Malaysia or India or, you know, uh, Vietnam even, but not uh, not in the backyard of our greatest adversary and not not um, made with modern day slavery, which is exactly what's going on.
0: You know, Congressman Michael Waltz, you touched on also uh, the coronavirus. It is stunning. Um, that people are not saying let us in, that the world community is not saying let us in to China to at least investigate the Wuhan lab, at least even investigate the, the you know, the wet market, investigate the caves, whatever it is, but at least look at everything so the world will know. Aren't you astounded?
1: I'm completely astounded. And it's uh, it's clear in the scientific community, number one, so that, that the Chinese the uh, Communist Party had not covered it up, had let the world know what was going on, had let uh, us know that it was spreading asymptomatically. Um, just even a month earlier, millions and millions of people would be alive today, uh, not to mention, you know, everybody who's who's been affected economically, uh, kids in schools, all of those pieces. Um, and, and then, you know, number two which was finally declassified at the end of the, the Trump administration, uh, was that the the Chinese army was in the Wuhan lab. Uh, it's also come out now uh, that uh, that lab applied to the U.S. Defense Department for a grant on how to manipulate a bat coronavirus uh, and, and change the receptors uh, so that it was far more contagious. Now, the Defense Department didn't grant uh, didn't give that grant, but that's the type of research they were applying for. And, and meanwhile, the U.S. scientific community uh, and virology community, led by Dr. Fauci, uh, the, one of the biggest proponents of gain-of-function research, uh, and all of these other scientists whose, whose livelihoods depend on these grants, uh, I think were are, are, have been complicit in this cover-up because they felt like their reputation and their and their grant monies were at stake. And on top of all of this, the Democrats in the House have had zero hearings on the origins of COVID. I know. Uh, So I got to tell you, when we get when we get back in charge, God help us in 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 ten months, uh, we are going to get to the bottom of it, and we are going to hold everyone accountable.
0: Thank goodness, because the world deserves answers. Um, Congressman Michael Walt, stay with us if you could when we come back. We want to talk with you about a stunning newly released Army report about the withdrawal from Afghanistan. It is a bombshell. We'll be back right after the break on The Rita Cosby Show. And we continue now talking with Congressman Michael Waltz, a former Green Beret, uh, talking with us now about this bombshell Army report about the withdrawal from Afghanistan Basically, showing that many military leaders were very frustrated with the politics of this all. And so much so, uh, also just how ill prepared they were. There were reports that there were diplomatic staffers basically at the embassy, intoxicated and cowering in a corner, praying and begging um, when people were coming to evacuate them. Um, Congressman Waltz, when you hear this, this is just, it just shows what a political and military blunder this was.
1: You know, it's infuriating. Uh, Many of this we already knew, but to actually see it in, you know, in writing in these released, you know, emails and other types of reports, um, you know, my my heart breaks for these 13 gold star families uh, whose loved ones, uh, you know, soldiers, uh, sailors, and marines should not have been trying to defend an airport sitting in Kabul in the middle of 4 million people and reliant on the Taliban on terrorists to screen for other terrorists. We now also know that the suicide bomber that killed them uh, was released from Bagram prison, you know the major air base there, just a few weeks before. Uh, so taking a step back, Rita, though, I think it's important that the military was clear that we needed to keep a fall, small footprint in Afghanistan of special operators, of intelligence folks, Uh to keep a lid on al-Qaeda and ISIS, they also advised uh, the Biden White House that if we pull the Afghan military's air support, intelligence support, maintenance support, and logistics support all out at once, they very likely could collapse. Uh, and even an independent inspector general was warning that the Afghan Air Force uh, couldn't continue if we just yanked, suddenly yanked away their maintenance support. Yet Biden did all of those things. Uh, he didn't listen to the Pentagon, uh, and and that you know that evidence is finally uh, coming out. Uh, I believe firmly he has blood on his hands, uh, along with the State Department. It is fundamentally un-American to leave fellow Americans behind, to abandon our allies, and let terrorists dictate the terms and he did all three of those things
0: yeah it is shocking like you just said you know when you see some of these things and there's a quote in here um congressman waltz where it says an officer um in the overall command basically said yeah there's another way to do this but when the president makes a decision it's time for us to execute the president's decision in other words showing that military felt so much pressure they had no choice
1: well, that, that that's right. I mean, at the end of the day, we have civilian control uh, of the military. The the president is the commander in chief, as incompetent as this one is. Uh, they gave their best military advice. They were ignored. Uh, I believe Biden came in, already decided what he wanted to do, left over from when he was vice president in the Obama administration and the debates uh, back then. Oh, by the way, he also pushed for the full withdrawal from Iraq which then led to the rise of the ISIS caliphate and untold hundreds of thousands of people dead all over the world, attacks all over Europe, uh, and inspired attacks here in the United States. So it is just blunder after blunder uh, with this man. I think the military tried to do the best they could. Now I think it's a, a valid question at some point as a senior officer, do you put your rank on the table? Uh, and say, um, you know, I know this is wrong. I know this is going to result in, in dead soldiers and Marines, uh, and I'm not going to move forward. But uh, at the end of the day, this was Joe Biden. Uh, he said the buck stops with him. And he said just most recently, he makes no apology. Um, and, you know, I, I think those Afghan women and girls deserve apology. Those Gold Star families deserve an apology. And those future American soldiers that are going to have to go back and deal with this mess when al-Qaeda and ISIS come after us again, uh, are going to deserve one, too.
0: Absolutely. And uh, and finally, um, Congressman Waltz, don't you believe also that the—you look at the polls. I mean, clearly, President Biden dropped in the polls right after Afghanistan. I think so many people, not just Republicans, I think independents, even Democrats, really yeah. were just just so dismayed by what they saw, how it was handled— I think the report just validates it. But I think that that will have a lasting impact on this presidency. I think a stain on this presidency. And I also think it just shows incredible weakness. The more we hear about it that he left, That's I just right. think, I, I think it's the repercussions we will see, I think, also uh, come election time in November, don't you?
1: Well, so, it, you know, you're right. I mean, the polls really took, and I think the the American people's perception uh, they saw Biden for what he is, right? It undercut uh, the, the two main arguments he made in his non-campaign in, in 2020 from his basement. Well, that was one of uh, uh, compassion. Uh, that was one of competence, right? And the foreign policy and the governing professionals were, you know, the adults in the room argument. Uh, and I haven't seen anything more heartless, uh, then then people so desperate uh, that they're clinging to the side of a plane and, and, and falling from it. Uh, the way he just turned his back on on our fellow Americans and then lied about it, saying there were only 100 that that wanted to leave as though all there was other people didn't want to leave. Uh, and, and the competence factor and just, you know, I mean, how many how many everyday Americans that I talked to that said, you know, their their uh, their teenager could have planned a better operation than that? So I think it undercut all of those things. You're right. It'll be felt in the ballot box. But sadly, I think it's going to also be felt around the world in terms of American credibility, uh, in terms of our allies and what we're seeing in terms of our adversaries uh, with Putin on the march. uh, The Ayatollahs in Iran racing towards a nuclear weapon, which is going to set off a nuclear arms race in the Middle East Uh, and uh, and Z watching all of it uh, and 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 making you know, uh, hugely threatening gestures uh, uh, towards Taiwan. Uh, So I think the ramifications are sadly going to be felt way beyond the ballot box politically.
0: Yeah, I do, too, sadly, as you said. Well, Congressman Michael Waltz, always great to get your perspective on all these things. And again, thank you so much for your service to our country as a Green Beret. Thank you very much.
1: Yes, ma'am. We'll keep up the fight.
0: Yes, you will. I know you will. And and we'll do whatever we can to help you. Thank you, Congressman.
1: All right.